All Charisma, No Int is a sexy, violent podcast for a mature audience. You can find the content warnings in our episode description. Don't forget the words of wisdom that Captain Grayor bestowed upon you before you went down. There's no shame in coming back up if you need to. Oh, fuck that. None of us are going to do that. You don't have to die down there. No, this is the <laughs> yeah. This is the latter situation all over again. We're all we all have that masculine energy. We're not gonna <laughs> listen to reason. No help. The burrowing greenback has a sophisticated language, honed over millions of years as a predator near the top of the food chain. Everything from the position of its tail to the flick of its tongue can be used to communicate its emotional state. Which scholars have determined mostly seems to be about finding and eating food. Fortunately, some ruin delvers have the ability to actually speak to such creatures. The following is from an interview with one such adventurer's run-in with a burrowing greenback. Okay, so I normally really like animals, right? Like, they're my favorite thing in the whole world. But these friggin' little guys. <sighs> Calm down, River. So we run into a room and there's a greenback fighting some giant centipedes. And I'm like, okay, well, lizards are cuter than centipedes, right? So I had a plan to get the greenbacks on our side. And I say to him, Hello, Mr. Greenback, would you like to be friends? And he looked confused for a second, which is normal when I talk to somebody. But then he says, nah, dude, you're food. And I'm like, I'm food, I'm food. And he was like, yeah, dude, you're food and I'm gonna eat you. So then I'm getting angry, right? And I say, you are the one who is going to be food. And I pull out my finger guns and I start blasting. And anyway, they're not so tough when you're shooting magic at them and your friends are there beating it with a big hammer and poking it with a sword. And that's how we got these Greenback steaks. And then like right after that, found a trail of dried blood that was probably left by a hot lady, and a scary robot came out of the ground and shot arrows at us. It's pretty sick. Welcome to All Charisma No Ent, a D&D podcast for dwarvish romance novel cover models. I am your DM and harpy vocal trainer, Anna Abara. This is a podcast where three questionably competent adventurers navigate a world of magic, mystery, and making new friends while trying to survive the everyday trials of life. And playing those bungling adventurers today are... Hi, I'm Eric, and I play Rene Julian Vincenzo LeBlanc, the rogue lock with the steady stride. Rene's signature walking stick is a family heirloom, but there are numerous conflicting accounts as to where it originally came from. One of Renee's favorites is the story of how his great-grandfather won it off of a time traveler by beating him in a game of chess. <laughs> I don't know. Is chess real in D&D? Uh, um, isn't it dragon, dragon chess, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, some kind of chess. Oh. I like how I asked if that was real and not if time travel is real. <laughs> yeah. Is this, is this campaign going to have time travelers? Cause, I uh, mean, there are literal wizards um, with time spells, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. why not? Um, yeah, I, I feel like rich people 
still play chess no matter where you go. Oh, look, it's the rich people again. Well, okay, also, hold, hold on. Let's take a step back here. Only rich people play chess? I mean, no one can like chess? Other people Come can on. like chess, but I feel like a lot of rich people have the free time to just sit around and watch other people play chess. <laughs> you're not you're not poor and sitting out here in these streets spending hours watching other people play chess because you're making like two copper an hour trying not to die. Well, you got to pass the time some somehow. I think Renee thinks chess is the great equalizer. You can be any class, any age. You can sit down at the board and win a beautiful walking stick. Or, or so he hears. <laughs> so so he hears. Hi, I'm Lexi and I play too. They worship the Keeper, a god who resides over death and the underworld, and their holy word is slaughter. They enjoy long walks along the mountains and lovely torrential downpours. They're a cat person and they hate crosswords. I didn't know they were a cat person. Me neither. Wait. Not so, a dog person, though. So this is their oh. dating profile? Oh, like a cat person is <laughs> in, like, they like cats. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. what? <laughs> and I was like, you didn't put that in your backstory. <laughs> I was like, I need hey. to go back and read some shit. <laughs> take, your, take your world building hat off for a second and... <laughs> Man, we're we're demanding uh, this go around. We want we we invented a whole new race of cat people and time travelers. I like no. how Eric got that it was a dating profile, and you guys were like, "He's a cat." <laughs> Wait, no, I thought I didn't think it was a cat. I thought he was. Wait, <laughs> I'm like so confused. Though. I'm like, well, it can't be a tabaxi, but <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine if I just like. I was just like, fuck you, Anna. I'm making my own thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I am Kyle Sweeney, and I play River of Stars, a hot, confusing bardlock. Did you know astral elves get to be proficient at whatever they want when they take a long rest? Yeah, neither does River. <laughs> <laughs> I detect a theme here. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's a theme here that... River has no idea about any of his innate abilities. <laughs> Holy fuck. Don't teach that in orphan school. No, I mean, I, he might be the only astral elf in the entire world. Oh, wow. Yeah, that he knows of. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. He's never met another one. Never met Maybe another his family one. are actually cat people. <laughs> <laughs> Rich, chess-playing cat people. Oh, God. <laughs> He, he meets his parents and he's like, oh, sick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, as always, we want to thank our fans for their support and listening to our podcast. We appreciate you greatly. We love each and every one of you guys. Continue to share, listen, accost people in the street. Crimes. Crimes. Force them to download the podcast on their phones. Make them very uncomfortable until they do it. And if you like what you hear, make sure to leave a review. You know, leave us five stars if you feel like it. Anywhere you listen to the podcast. 
And without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into the world of Ruined. The three of you find yourselves fighting for your lives against a mechanical automaton. A huntsman shooting these arrows made of this cosmic energy. As you dart between these force fields that are springing up between these pads on the floor. Darting for cover. Trying desperately not to be hit. River, it's your turn. What do you do? I think River doesn't really have a plan. Shocking. (laughs) (laughs) He knows... He knows he doesn't want to be hit by that arrow again because <laughs> uh, it took almost half his HP. But I think he also knows the the force fields appear whenever he moves, so he's going to do that first. Move over here. Oh, you asshole. I'm running towards you, Dad. He's <laughs> <laughs> a sex idiot. What, 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 do you, what do you want? My poor legs. So... You run down into your left and step on another pad and the the light goes dim. But another bright force field of magical energy shoots up around you while another one shoots up opposite you on the north side of the room. Uh, Okay, then River's going to extend his hand through the forest field and fire off some Eldritch Blasts. Okay. Nice. 24 to hit? Uh, a 24 does hit. So it does uh, 7 force damage and 4 necrotic damage from the hex. Okay. Dastardly. Gonna do one more. 16 to hit. Doesn't hit. Um, okay. Then as a bonus action, I'm not gonna do anything. <laughs> I will end my turn. <laughs> the best bonus action. <laughs> Your swirling twin helix of energy blasts into its its metal um, body, and you hear its hinges creak, but it's still very much standing. Its face is rotating, perhaps just a little bit faster, as if it's becoming agitated, annoyed by your very presence. Renee. Oh, Renee is going to navigate southwesternly to the illuminated tile uh, diagonally below him. And he's going to park it right at the edge of the tile and hope the force field <laughs> comes up, number one. <laughs> so as you step on the tile, the light goes out and the force field does come up. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And then he is going to, because if he goes up to it, he's not going to be able to do anything else. So he's going to park it right there and he's going to fire off two Eldritch Blasts. Bam, bam. So he's going to pluck his little mode of smoke out of the air. And the first Eldritch Blast is... Ah. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> was that me that rolled? <laughs> that was, was that me? That was no one else but you. <laughs> I forgot what color my you dice were. You. I uh, was that me that rolled the fucking nine? What an excuse! <laughs> excuse. A nine does not hit. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Gather yourself. And he's going to send off the next one. There's a 19 hit. A 19 does hit. Okay. So the damage on that is going to be, of course, <laughs> I'll roll a fucking one for damage. It's going to be one force damage plus. Thankfully, I Hexblade cursed him, so he gets four total damage for that. And, well, I don't know if it's in here or not. Uh, it and then Renee is going to shout across the room and say, "I'm going to try something. I I think we need to. I think we need to knock it over. The riddle said something about toppling it, so I'm going to try." And then he will nervously <laughs> end his turn. So you shoot off first. Moat goes sailing just high over the automaton's head, and the second one just glances off of its metallic pauldron, leaving a little bit of a charred mark on the shoulder, but leaving it almost as if it is relatively unscathed. And those horrible faces stare back at you, rotating one by one by one by one. And it is its turn. You're going to see the eyes and the mouth begin to glow. Instead of this dark void and the stars and the swirling nebula and cosmic dust of space behind the sockets and the, the open mouth, uh, you begin to see this, this radiant green shifting blue light behind it and coming from the spaces between the joints. And you see it appear to rejuvenate as some of the minor bumps and scrapes and char marks appear as if they begin to vanish, the little dents popping out, the char marks just vanishing. I knew it. That's going to be its turn. Oh, good God. Okay. So two is on their way down to River to heal them. River moved the fuck away. Renee said that he's going to do something reckless, and the huntsman begins to heal itself. Two is kind of in the middle of all of that, between the three of them, and in the middle of, like, running towards a river, they stop, and they look around, kind of a little, a little more frantic than usual, between the three. Realizing that if it can heal itself, they're going to be here for a long-ass time, and probably longer than they can outlive it. They're not going to kill it before it kills them. That's, that's, that's what they're starting to think. Listening to Renee and being the foolish, not foolish, sorry, the reckless young man that they are, he is going to turn on his plan to run towards River and start making his way towards the Huntsman instead. So I can move 30 feet, which doesn't get me all the way. Gets me across the illustrative flower in the floor. Okay. They are going to command their um, spiritual weapon once more. And it is a 21 to hit. That hits. Wonderful. And it is a six damage total. Okay. So 
so you swing with your very plain mace. What was it? Uh, yeah, it's it's just like a warhammer. It's just, it's basically a replica of his warhammer, but it's his warhammer is very basic, basic and crude. Yeah. So you swing with his basic ass spiritual warhammer because two has no imagination whatsoever. That is correct. You slam it into his left arm. Wonderful. There's a little bit of the crunch of metal on metal. And I can use the rest of my movement, I guess, to dash. So he assesses the uh, situation around him once more, realizing there's not much else he can do. They step right into this thing's face on the opposite side to where Renee is going to potentially be if, uh, if he comes near it or he may hopefully stay at a distance. That's what she was hoping. But other than bracing themselves, that is their turn. Okay. Does the barrier stay up where I am? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Can Eldritch Blast just get two blasts off? 15 miss. 25. Nice. That will hit. Uh, 11 more force damage. Or I guess uh, 8 force damage, 3 necrotic. Okay. Then I'm going to move forward 10 feet mm -hmm. so that two is within 60 feet of me okay with a bonus action i'm going to yell at two don't die <laughs> and you get bardic inspiration <laughs> i think there is a so the little moat of inspiration that appears above you looks like a shield and then i'm going to back up back into the thing <laughs> the rest of my movement and yeah, just let me know when you want to use that bardic inspiration. You get it for 10 minutes, but so there's an additional effect depending on how you use it. Amazing. Okay. And that is my turn. Renee. All right. Renee is going to run up to this side of... Uh, he can get a little further. So he's going to go behind the creature. It's going to run up to right behind him or it. and. He's going to make a shove attack, just like he promised. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> that's a strength check, right? Or athletics check? Yeah. Okay. He's great at this. Uh, sh no problem. Athletics, holy shit. <laughs> okay, so I rolled, a, I rolled a two and my modifier is two, so I rolled a two. Okay. Um... Wait, my brain has to process that for a moment. Okay. You rolled a two, and your modifier is a two. Sorry, my modifier is a zero. Okay, thank you. Is that, did I say my modifier <laughs> was a two? Yeah. yeah. And then you yeah, I was, said you rolled a two. Yeah, I was so caught I up was with... Also confused. I was so caught up with how bad the roll was that I forgot how to do math. <laughs> it happens. Well, yeah, I just assumed a four still wasn't going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh... I mean, no. We can see if the automaton somehow <laughs> does worse. If it could beat a two, you got to see if it could beat a two. Okay. Two, right? Its modifiers probably uh, at fucking, least that. At least. <laughs> it has disadvantage. That, hey, fair enough. The Huntsman rolled a 16 
and a natural 20. So all in all, the Huntsman rolled a 17. Mm-hmm. So you run upon it, uh, run up behind it, you shove it. It is shoved forward and you watch its body curl forward and its head almost touch the ground, maybe just a couple centimeters from touching the ground. And then you see it slowly curl back. And as it does, its head turns around to look at you. Its back is still to you, but now its head is completely turned to look at you, Renee. Anything else you want to do on your turn? Um, There's a lot of things I want to do, but I can do none of them. So (laughs) I will stand there dumbfounded. (laughs) Good try, though. It it was. It was a good try. Thank you. I like the idea. Mm -hmm. You get them next time. Next time, champ. Now the rest of its torso is going to rotate around and is going to knock an arrow and aim the bow above and shoot it towards the ceiling. And it arcs up and it comes back down. It's going to land right here in between two and Renee. And so I'm going to need two and Renee to make me a DC 16 dexterity saving throw. Oh, fuck. As this arrow glowing golden and orange and red fiery glow as it arcs up, comes back down, crashing between two of you. Since you've already said what the save is, am I allowed to use my bardic inspiration after I roll, or do I have to use it now? You can use it. I'll let you use it. Okay. So here is my roll, which is a seven. What is the diet that I can use? The D6. <laughs> uh, well, I'm not going to bother. <laughs> I rolled a 16. Okay. I know. So here's what happens to the both of you. So since you saved Renee, you take half as much damage. So you take seven points of force damage. And for you, too, you take 14 points of force damage. And you are knocked prone. Fuck off. Sorry. I guess next time you need to be quicker on your feet. Maybe wear less clothes, be more agile. I'm not taking my heavy armor off. Yeah, I only have pants and I'm fine. (laughs) Look at all you. Renee, my dear, dear Roguelock, can you make me a constitution saving throw? You gotta be kidding me. Uh, Saving throw or? Con save, and you took seven damage, so you have to roll a 10. Okay, minimum 10. So it's a 16 total. Good job. You did it. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Still blurry. Still blurry, baby. Still blurry. Still blurry and still the blaster boys. Uh, And that's going to be the Huntsman's turn. And two, you're up. Remind me what my limited options are when I'm prone. Okay. So you can use half of your movement to get up to your feet. Or you can just lie there if you want. (laughs) (laughs) Tempting right now. Uh, 
Is that everything? Because I'm not being attacked. Yeah, I mean, that's everything you can do for, for now. Okay. Uh, I mean, you can poke at people from down there. Uh, <laughs> I think you have disadvantage. I believe you have disadvantage, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. He, uh, they're going to get up to their feet. Um, Good choice. They've been knocked down like three times today already um, in total. Uh, once by a ladder. Twice by a ladder. No, once by a ladder, once by a wall, and now by this thing. Well, at um, least this thing moves, so it's gradually getting better. Yeah, this is the least embarrassing <laughs> thing to get knocked down by. <laughs> yeah, it's it can only go up from here. They're gonna like dust themselves off. Their face is just like an image of God damn it, what's the word? Like determination. They're angry. No, they're like pissed. <laughs> rage? Um rage. There we go. Perfect. Um now can I try to grapple? You sure can. Awesome. Athletics, maybe. And they are specifically <laughs> aiming to throw themselves at this thing and, like, wrap their limbs around it. Okay. Athletics. It is a six. Okay. Wait, I'm going to use body conspiration. Can I use that for this? Yeah. And that's a six. Yeah, d6. Okay. That is a three, so... A nine? Nine total. Okay. Um, so something may happen depending on the result of the opposed roll. Okay. Well, everyone, can we, like, um, throw in a drum roll here or something? Or <laughs> <laughs> call out, like, a, just, like, a, an important roll noise? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Here we go. On disadvantage, work with me. Ooh. It does have disadvantage. It sure does. So we got a 19 and a 6. Yeah. Yo. So, two, you jump to your feet and you run and jump onto this automaton grabbing on with both arms and legs like a feral little chipmunk. <laughs> yes, that is correct. And you have grapple. <laughs> uh, he's going to um, look at Renee behind him, behind the thing, the, the huntsman, and just go, what do I do now? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I... I was going to knock it down, not grapple it. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he looks completely lost. Uh, his face goes from like accomplished to just like pure what the fuck? <laughs> um, like he thought that that would achieve something and now he's just attached to this thing um, and he doesn't know what to do. And that is my turn. <laughs> Grappling doesn't like give people advantage or anything, right? So it makes the creatures speed zero. I think that's it. Okay. So it can't move at least. <laughs> yeah, it can't walk away, but it can still like do other things. It can attempt to break the grapple. 
it can attempt to like attack. Although I'm going to say it can't use its bow because. Because two is like this thing's backpack now. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that to me is just a little, little harder. Technically in the rules, it doesn't say that it can't shoot a bow, but you know, <laughs> could, yeah. could it stab two? Sure. <laughs> it's got four sets of hands. I mean, two sets of hands. Well, what will happen next? Will two topple over the huntsman? Will the huntsman stab Renee and two into oblivion? We'll find out after these ads. Howdy, adventurers. Is getting Grandma's cat off the roof leaving you lacking? Saving Gilly from the Goblin Gang not scratching that itch? Wishing you had something just a little extra? Well, come on down to patreon.com slash allkindoint where we're cooking up a little something extra. Let me tell you about the Initiate Slider tier for $2 a month. Why is it called that? More importantly, what do you get? Ever hear a Discord? Well, we have one, and if you become a patron, you'll get access to community, meet and greets with all of us. You'll be the first to get news and announcements about the show and other special events. And introducing the Yak Zone. I didn't run that by anyone, but I'm going to make it happen. There's going to be a place in the Discord called the Yak Zone. Patreon members also get early access to episodes. Imagine waking up Monday morning and finding fresh ruined elves right there in your podcast app. That's two days earlier than you'd get it otherwise. And it only costs you two bucks. So join us at the Initiate Slider tier and come say howdy, partner. I'll be waiting for you in the Yak Zone. And if that wasn't enough for you, we got plenty more in the Adventurers Club tier for $5 a month. It's got everything from the previous tier, plus more than you can shake your shooting iron at. First and foremost, you'll get access to the monthly after show podcast we like to call Finding the Crit where we answer listener questions and talk about the game nearly every which way you can imagine. Now you might be saying, how can a person such as myself submit my own questions for the cast to ruminate on? Well, partner, Adventurers Club patrons can do just that, as well as submitting their own ideas for NPC names and homebrew items. Additionally, you'll get access to patron-only exclusive art so nice it'll soothe even the worst case of saddle burn. And, most importantly, you'll get all episodes ad-free which means you won't have to listen to me anymore. And you can count on that as a prairie promise. Moving on up to the next tier, we have the Heroes Euro coming in at a satisfying $10 a month. Do you like feeling powerful? Do you want to know that you've made a real difference? Do you want to vote with your cash? Your $10 will greatly contribute towards our financial independence. Financial independence leads to creativity, and you'll soon see a return on your investment. We'll make more content for you. We already have a lot of great plans, and all we lack is the time and resources to work on them. You want upfront rewards though, don't you? That's fine. We totally get it. All of the rewards from previous tiers are yours, but you'll also get your name mentioned in the credits, along with our eternal gratitude. So come on down to patreon.com slash allkindoint and get y'all today. Yeah! And we're back. Those are some great ads. So informative. 
top of the round with River. I yeah, I think River sort of understands that we're trying to bring this thing down, but I think he's still like too far away to do anything about it. Um is this is this um force field still up? The one around you no. So you see it begin to fizzle and fade. Okay. I'm gonna move over to this one. Okay. Does a force field come back up? Um that light wasn't on. Uh okay. Well, River still thinks he did the right thing. <laughs> um, That's okay, River. Um, so you move to the... <laughs> you move back up to the northern tile of the southern tiles. Yes. Okay, well, I'm going to say that seeing as the force field doesn't come up, I'm going to send a couple more Eldritch Blasts at this thing. Okay. Uh, 16 misses. 21 hits. A 21 does indeed hit. And it's going to do 15 damage. 15 damage. River of stars. You step up. Your first Eldritch Blast whizzes past the hairy little monkey that is too grappled on its back, singes the top of Renee's hat, missing the huntsman completely. But the second helix, it finds its purchase. And would you like to tell us how you do this? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, I was not what? prepared. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I think... Um, huh? So there's something about the like swirling cosmic eyes that um, River's able to focus on and points his finger directly into the right eyeball of this thing, of one of the faces, <laughs> and just uh, lets this blast go. You let this blast go. Perfectly timed with the furious rotation pattern that the automaton has taken. And you have timed it just so that as it has come back around to the pattern of anguish, it has gone right through the eye socket. And for a moment, it's almost like it's just absorbed this energy from your Eldritch Blast. But after that second passes, there is an explosion of light within, bright, almost blinding Two, you feel the the metal shuddering beneath you. You all can see it, the rattling of the metal pieces. One by one, they all begin to collapse. And two, you fall to the floor as the pieces of the huntsman all collapse into a pile. That is it. <laughs> the huntsman is no more. And at the center of this giant blossom mural within the room, a sphere 
like the others that you have seen in the other two rooms, materializes up from the floor, a beautiful kind of orangish hue waiting to be picked up. River kind of cautiously makes his way around the flower, keeping an eye on the orb, but uh, walking over to two. River and those orbs, it's like a kitten that can see a laser pointer. That's what I've decided. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what it's like. Yeah, I I finally figured it out. exactly what it's like. You're all welcome. (laughs) You guys okay? Renee is just like standing there, clutching his hat, looking down at the pile of automaton chunks. And he's like, holy crap. I didn't think we were damaging it at all. And then, River, what did you do? You're a genius. Yeah, I guess I, uh, I guess I solved the puzzle. It was to shoot it to death. Okay. I. <laughs> it's just strange. The rest of the rooms were like some kind of subtle wordplay. And then I guess this one was just Sheer violence. Sometimes <laughs> maybe violence is you the see, answer. You see River consider this. <laughs> mm. I guess sometimes violence is the answer. I, I mean, to, to clarify, <laughs> I don't think very often. I mean, I think just in very, very specific scenarios, like like one out of a hundred times, violence would be the answer. And like this was that one, and then we have like 99 other times where it's not going to be an answer. I think River's just nodding. Still has not taken his eyes off the orb. <laughs> you okay, too? Uh, yeah, too. Um, didn't land very gracefully, I don't imagine. Kind of uh, on his hands and knees. Uh, back to the orb. He's looking a little worse for wear at this point. I'm imagining, too, is... Uh, Hands and knees, kind of looking down at the floor, catching their breath. Nose just dripping. Um, They don't reply to you, River. Instead, they just say, The orb. Yeah, they don't don't like me. Whatever, they would disappear for any of us. They like you. Get the orb. And they're speaking kindly. Like, their tone is kind. When they say that. <laughs> River walks over to pick up the orb and while doing so kind of um, absentmindedly casts prestidigitation on your face to clean up the blood. <laughs> <laughs> wow, thanks. <laughs> Cast mending on myself now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a move. Yeah, I mean, I... I feel like uh, we took a short rest not too long ago, but we may need another short rest. <laughs> but uh, so. River's gonna River's gonna pick up the orb. Absolutely. <laughs> also, don't forget the words of wisdom that Captain Grayor bestowed upon you before you went down. <laughs> I think we all forgot the words. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, in game that was like Help. an hour and a half ago. Out of game that was like a month and a half ago. I would never forget that. 
<laughs> you... Well, hold on now. Let's see. So here. Take as many long rests as you need. Time is not of the essence. <laughs> At least I, I believe it was Captain Gryar. Anyway, someone told you that you can. There's no shame in coming back up if you need to. Oh fuck that! None of us are going to do that. You don't have to die down there. No, this is the <laughs> yeah. This is the ladder situation all over again. We're all we all have that masculine energy. We're not gonna <laughs> listen to reason. No help. Also, while I'm down here on my hands and knees, staring mm. at this pile of what used to be the thing, is its weapon still here? Mm-hmm. Can I take it? Sure. Would you like to inspect it? Yes, I would. Okay. Make um investigation or an arcana check. Oh boy. Um sure I can't just make a survival check to make sure it's not loaded. Um <laughs> no. <laughs> it is a Dang. fucking two, so it's a five total. Okay. Well what you can tell about this thing is that it is very solid. There's no bowstring on it, so it's just a solid metal piece, much like the rest of this automaton. There's no flexibility to it at all. There's no arrow. So while you have no idea how it works, what was making it work, anything else about it, you best you can guess is there was... Some kind of magic going on. Some kind of magic. Okay. Um, two's going to turn it over in their hands a few times. They're sitting on their knees at this point. Um, I like how all of these rooms are ending up with two just sitting on their knees, exhausted. They are going to put it in their backpack. Half with the thought of maybe having it checked out and also considering what their original task was. Because they already know that River isn't going to want to part with any of the things that River is collecting for River. So <laughs> that's what they're going to do with that. Okay. Anyone else doing anything? I mean, I think Renee is looking at his hat forlorn because it has singe marks on it from, the, from River's Eldritch Blast. <laughs> He's... I guess if he's standing next to two, he'll look down at two with a pitiful expression on his face. And he'll be like, ah, well, this happens from time to time, you know, with that, it's just, when you wear a hat into battle, you know, it's, it's just bound to happen every now and then. But uh, say, two, you wouldn't be able to do that uh, <clears throat> mendy bendy thing. With these, you know, that thing where you fix things for that. It's just <laughs> part of my confidence is, you know, knowing that I have, that I'm wearing the hat and that it's intact. So, you know, I've, I would probably be more useful if, can you do that thing? It seems relatively easy. I mean, they stare at you for a long time. And then they they reach out and take the hat from you. And yeah, they'll they'll cast mending. But then 
as they're handing it back. They'll say quietly, Perhaps you can just make yourself a different hat. And um, turn their back to you and begin walking towards the door. Make myself a different... Why, why would I want to do that? What? Two, my friend, I, I... I feel perhaps we have a misunderstanding, yes? Maybe I have offended you some way, or... They are, after spending a few months with them, you definitely know when they are adamant to not reply. (laughs) Okay, well, I think I know what this is about. I will, I will address this later when we have some time to talk and you are not able to walk away from me. (laughs) No problem. (laughs) No problem. River, did you get the orb, or...? Yeah. Isn't the room up here? I don't know. I guess we should follow, too. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, two did go to the correct door. Wait. Oh, yeah, we... What the fuck is this door? Whatever. Let's go to the room. All right. You head back through the north entrance where you came from, and River... You're holding this glowing orb in your hands. You step over the threshold. I think he he eyes the sigils on the ground and just kind of like weakly like tosses it or like bowls it <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> so you bowl the orb towards the runes. And as you do so, the orb lifts up a few inches off the ground And as it gets closer, it lifts higher until it is at the center of the circle of runes. And then it descends into the floor and the runes begin to light up. There's an orange glow as all the runes activate, much like the previous two rooms have done. I don't know why they do it like this. Why Why make you think you're going to get an orb and then take it from you immediately? <laughs> River, maybe at the end of this puzzle of the four seasons, maybe there's a really big orb, like the size of all four orbs combined. And that's the prize. And you get to keep that one. Maybe. Or it could could be something better. <laughs> you know? Maybe Maybe it's a way of saying... If you prolong gratification until the end, then you will be rewarded. Oh, I've heard of that. It's called edging. Oh, my. (laughs) I'm not familiar with this edging. Okay, so it's like when you're, um, when you're, like, having sex or, um, masturbating and... River, 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 river. I I, I don't want... (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, anyway, Haven't you're... we talked about this before? I don't uh, want to talk about these things with you. Like, just, you know, not in front of... I mean, maybe if we're just hanging out and having a glass of wine or something. and But it seems weird to do it here, yes? Yeah, I mean, we can talk about it whenever. Just let me know. Yes, I will let you know when I want to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> 
just learn some <laughs> subtlety you know it's like you, you don't have to be so on the nose you know with it you can you can you can allude to it and still remain a gentleman you know you just make a subtle reference to it hmm. i didn't know i was being on a nose <sighs> it's okay forget about it you i we'll talk <laughs> He's about it already later, forgot like about it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, once the orb <clears throat> made the runes light up, two walked back into the room they were just in, with all the blood smears and the footprints and the handprints. And there's a room in here that they haven't been in, but seem to be locked. Um, mm-hmm. So they're going to try this door again, and it's still f- locked. It's still locked. You try to open it, and it doesn't budge. Well, maybe we just, like, since we came in through the wrong room, maybe this door's just like broken. No, we 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 should try to pick it. You know, we've we've picked the other lock, so we should just try this one. Or, after activating the runes, two feeling so exhausted, you take a moment to sit and contemplate this door. Try to forget. <laughs> what River was saying just a couple minutes ago. And that's where we're going to end things this evening. All Charisma No Int is a D&D actual play podcast supported by listeners like you. Music for the podcast is courtesy of me, Kyle Sweeney. If you would like to support this podcast and get future episodes ad-free, check us out at patreon.com slash int, where you can also join our Discord and find additional content like an exclusive post-show podcast, art, and more. Our website is allconnoint.com, and our handles on social media are at allconnoint. New episodes air every Wednesday. If you like our show, please consider leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts. 